Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the Rested Life Conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Rested Life Conversations. With me, Darlington Steve, this very particular moment. And for those of you who are currently streaming on Dexterity Radio, I just want to say thank you so much for every one of you. And thank you also for checking out on me last week. I had <laughs> last week for me was just a back-to-back of different interviews in which I need to get on. And I also need to push on them. Also this week, I'm trying as much as possible to be able to catch a bit of some rest so that I can be able to enjoy it and also engage with you all but nonetheless today uh today i have an interesting thought that i want to put on the table and i know a lot of people may not be able to like this very particular conversations but if you know that you like you and you like what you want to achieve and what you want to do i think this very particular conversations may be your conversation maybe something that you want to hear this very particular moment but before then before we get into the conversations this moment i just want us to pray so that we can then engage on the conversations heavenly father we just want to say we thank you well, thank you, King of Glory, because we are back again at your presence for us to be able to, to hear from you and for us to be able to see how to run our life and also with the resources and the materials in which you've given us. Lord, King of Glory, this very particular moment as we engage you, Lord, with everyone that is currently streaming and those who are going to stream later on. Father, King of Glory, whatever challenges or whatever process in which they are currently in the things of life, Father, oh Lord, the wisdom that they need to be able to pull out from that very particular place. Father, let it rest upon your lives in the name of Jesus. I thank you, King of Glory, because I know that this today's service is going to be a blessing and someone, oh Lord, will get a nugget that they will use to run their life. To you, we'll give all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, family, this is how we're going to start today. And um, I was, I was, I was, I'm in my, in my, in my, this is when it gets to the end of the month and also to the beginning of new month, I then take out my time for me to just want to, for lack of a better word, um, want to give, give myself a a sold out time to the things of God and just to make sure not that I don't do it but this time I take it very deliberate for me to be able to do that and so this um since yesterday struck this morning there is this very particular scripture that has been playing on my mind and and I've, I was asking the Holy Spirit what does you say to me on this world what do I need to know what do I need to understand what do I need to get and all of a sudden because also I have some few um, I'll use the word few setbacks or some certain things in which I needed to pull off and so the Holy Spirit was just communicating with me on some certain things and saying to me this is how it needs to go this is how you need to be able to put a system and strategies and so I was just on a on the, I'll use the word on a mellow down with my father and so it's, it's just so sweet I don't know if some of you are watching me and you're not Christian I think you need to ask me how to make you enjoy this very particular Christianity or this belief called the faith which we trade upon how sweet this thing is it's so sweet I don't know how to say it it's just so sweet because why your mind is open to some certain possibilities that isn't it now if you look at my title which I put correctly now I call my title the 10 virgins what makes them different uh it started the 10 virgins what makes them different and um for me this i know everybody has a lot of story when it comes to the issue of the 10 virgins but i just want to beg you to just listen with me then after that we can then engage if you have your opinion you want to put there you can then put it but i just want to share some certain things that personally for me that i want to put as my thought in conversation with these very particular 10 virgins what makes them different and trust me um, when the holy spirit was giving me an idea concerning this thing or a thought around this very particular 10 virgins there are some 
something that sometimes happens around our space that we really don't see but now this is something that we need to go into and be able to dig deep into but before we start i would like to read a very particular scripture which is the book of matthew chapter 25 that's where the scripture is taken in the scripture, uh, the whole story about the ten virgin, majority of you, almost, I would say almost every Christian know the story about the ten virgin, the five foolish, the five wise. We all know the story. But now this is the nugget that I pick, that I feel that I want to share with you, hoping that you may be able to get something out of it, to be able to run your life and to be able to position your life for the better things that God has for you and also for your family. Now let's get a say. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 25 from verse 1 to the end, which is from verse 1 to verse 13. I'll be reading it from the Passion Translation, um, from Passion Translation version so that you then get understand it very simple the bible here says it says um at the time uh, my coming at the time my coming draws near is heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to ten maidens uh, who took their oil lamp and went outside to meet the bridegroom on and his bride five of them were foolish and ill prepared for they took no extra oil for their lamp five of them were wise and sensible for for they took flocks of oils with their lamp when the bridegroom didn't come when they expected when they all expected they grew drowsy and fell asleep then suddenly in the middle of the night they were awakened and shouted get up the bridegroom is here come out and have an encounter with him so all the girls got up and trimmed their lamps now this is also not like so all the girls they get up and trim their lamp. Uh, I want you to put an emphasis on verse 7. So all the girls, which is all the 10 virgins, they all got up and trimmed their lamps. Uh, now verse 8 here says, But the foolish ones, uh, we are running out of oil. So they said to the five ones, uh, Share your oil with us, because our lamps are going out. Verse 9 here says, We can't, they reply. We don't have enough for us, um, for all of us. You have to go and buy some for yourself. Mm, verse 9 also. So we can't they reply we don't have enough for us all you have to go and buy for yourself uh, while the five girls were out buying oil the bridegroom appeared those who were already waiting uh, were escorted inside with him and at the wedding party to enjoy the feast and then the door was locked later the five foolish girls came running up to the doors and pleaded lord lord let us come in but he he called back go away do i know you can i assure i i can assure you i don't even know you that's the reason you should always stay awake and be alert because you don't know the day or the hour when the bridegroom will appear now I read this very particular scripture. Like I say, put an emphasis on verse 7 and also an emphasis on verse 9. We'll be talking about this very particular thing. And these are the things here that I want to put on the, on the table here when it comes to this very particular ten virgins. I want to say some certain things that are common. You also may have a lot of things that are common with these ten virgins. So that we can then be able to use this very particular story to appropriate what is currently happening in our time. Especially currently now with the lockdown that is on ground. Uh, the fact that people are trying as much as possible to save. Some people are trying as much as possible to be able to keep a lot. Some people are trying as much as possible to reserve their energy for what is about to happen. Some people are trying. See, there is a lot of things that is happening with this pandemic. And so for me, 
why reading this very particular thing? These are the things that were common with these 10 virgins now. Let's, let's look at what are common first. So that by the time we now begin to break down and you begin to look at the things that are important for you to be able to, to, to arrail yourself and also begin to put yourself in some certain standpoint or some certain conversations and begin to draw some certain boundaries. Let's look at what is common. I, for, for me, I wrote eight things that are common with these very particular 10 girls who were going to a particular destination. The first thing there is the fact that the Bible makes us to understand that they were all valid virgins which means they all have the same experience when it comes to the issue of their thought their minds were all innocent in terms of their body uh, they've not been able to have any sexual intercourse with anybody and stuff so they, 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 they were all virgin it's not that one is experiencing some certain thing or the other one is not experiencing certain thing they were all virgins so which means at this very particular point you see at point two also there which i put i said they all had a lamp it is not that the five virgins their lamp were good or the other virgin their lamps were not good they all has a lamp they all have something in their hand for them to be able to hold onto. Number one, I say they were all virgins. Number two, they all had a lamp. Number three, they all had oils. Because if you read that very particular scripture, the Bible says that they have their oils which they were, which they which which they they they, they need to have in their in their lamp. They all had oil in their lamp and this is where the story is going to get very interesting because I really want to address the concept of the oil and the concept of the lamp. For me, if we can be able to manage how we use our oil and how we use our lamp, trust me, there's some certain possibility that we'll be able to pull off even in this very particular pandemic that the world would not know that you and I have the answer to. They all had a lamp. They all had an oil. Now, this is number four here. They were all going to the same destination. See, 10 people may all be saying, okay, fine, we are flying all of us or we are driving every one of us to Durban. We all have our oil, we all have our lamp, we all have our cars. We are all driving to Durban. We know we are going to Durban straight. We are going to, for example, I'm trying to think one of the tourist destinations I know, Umschlangam. I call it Umschlangam. They're all driving to go to Umschlangam. This is where our destination is. The 10 of them understand where they are going. It is not that God gave five a privileged information on the other five, they don't have their information. They all have a destination where they are going. They know this is where we are going this is how the thing is going to look like which means the information was readily available to all the 10 now this is another thing also that was very important they were all tested equally they were all tested equally what was the test that was there the fact that the the, the fact that they were expecting this very particular bridegroom to come in at a particular time for that very particular door to be open so that they can all have access to it the bridegroom did not come at that very particular time so they were all tested equally there was nothing that was that that, that you would look and say okay fine no these five have an advantage the other doesn't have an advantage they were all tested equally another thing is the fact that they all had the same mission they all had the same vision ah, you see it's getting interesting they know that this is the vision the vision of this thing is the fact that we are going to meet the bridegroom the mission is the fact that we will find a way of how to our way of going to be the bridegroom we have our lamp we have our stuff the, the the principle of breaking it down to get to the destination they all have the same vision the same Mission. Now, this is number seven. No one was preferred above others. No one was preferred above others. It's that thing where I like telling to people, I say, stay your lane, I stay my lane. Shine your shine, I shine my shine. We all are going to the same destination. The sky is big for every one of us to rule and to become the king of that very particular castle. See, no one was preferred. It's the same thing also that you currently streaming, you currently watching, and you currently listening to me on Dexterity Radio. Every one of us, nobody is preferred. You will say to me, but there's some certain 
people that were born in Timbuktu and they don't have privileges to light and stuff. Trust me, it has nothing to do with God because as far as they, the default mood for God, they have head, you have head. They have eyes, you have eyes. They have hand, you have hand. They have capabilities, you have capabilities. And I know you've been saying to me, but what about those who are born deformed and stuff? There are a system of possibility that has been factored. God never created a product that is from the position of disadvantage. No, no, no. That's not the God in which I know. Everything that God created, God makes sure that everything from his standpoint, it's 100% equal. And that's the reason why, for example, when you look at the time in which God gave to man, time, 24 hours, both the rich and the poor, we all have 24 hours. So which means the deal of oppression from the position of this very particular story, they all had the same and nobody was preferred above. Now, this is a funny thing. They all had the same disappointment. Disappointment in the sense that they got there, they got tired, and the Bible makes us to understand that they sleep. They sleep. And this is the thing also I want to say with, with those of us who are running who are running business or you're doing ministries or you you whatever vocation in which you are doing. See, you get to a particular point in your race. This is, please hear me and hear me well. You get to a particular point in the journey of your race where you need to press the reset button. You need to press the default button to say you need to rest. Trust me, your body is the carrier of that very particular vision, the dreams, the desire, whatever the thing in which you want to do. Your body carries that very particular thing. So to you, your spirit man, which is your oil, the mantle and the grace, the potency and the capacity in which you know you can pull off can be there but the, trust me if your body is weak and this is a thing also we need to do especially the fact that the government has put a, a regulation to say social distancing and everything please try as much as possible to adhere to those very particular places because why you are making your body to be alive see the ones who died i'm not saying that they were not careful hear me i'm not saying that we're not careful but what if they were not careful and all of a sudden boom this happens to them and now they are no more we've lost our loved ones i also have loved somebody i mean i've lost someone in my family who also died to this very particular COVID-19. But what am I trying to say? Ability for you to be careful that that very particular grace has been given to you. The principle is there. So please and please, if you know that your body is telling you rest, rest. You're you resting in the things in which you are doing does not mean that you are lazy. We've been taught that ability for you to work 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days, and before you know what is going on, you get to a particular point, you are performing really poor. To the point, you can, your, your performance is so bad to the point that even people are wondering what the hell is wrong with you. Please, when you need to rest. If you notice these very particular 10 girls, they get to that very particular destination. They find out that, okay, fine, we're tired. We've been waiting. And before now, what is going on? Do you notice that when the bridegroom came, the bridegroom did not come and insulted them that, why are you guys sleeping? All the bridegroom does say is like, get up. Get up, the bridegroom is here. Let's go in and whatever. He did not complain about their sleeping. He did not complain about their resting. I've heard a lot of people to say, no, I, 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 I do seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I make sure that I'm walking around the clock. And sometimes I look at them. I'm saying, I'm so sorry, but if we equate your time spent and the performance and your output, the promise you, the, the two does not match. Ability for you to be able to put yourself in a state where you can just tell yourself, I'm backing out from things. I just want to take a sleep. I just want to take a rest. I just want to go a holiday i just want to leave things and, and 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 just make sure that things run itself while i also go and find myself or go and renew my mind you need to do that very particular thing these very particular girls they slept and if you notice the bible did not condemn them to say why are you sleeping 
Mind you, this is Jesus sharing the parable. The Bible did not condemn the why they arrested. The Bible did not condemn the why they taking that holiday. I know that currently now the pandemic is holding us down, but we can't go on holidays or we can't even go and see our loved ones in where they find where they are currently now. But don't worry, this is going to be over and holiday time is going to be back again. But please and please, even while you are this very particular state, still find time to rest. Now, this is the, this is really interesting. The story now get interesting for me. Now, this is what makes them different for me. Hmm. Now, this is what makes them different for me. The, the, the first thing there is the fact that that makes these 10 girls different for me is the issue of preparation. Do you notice that the eight points in which I gave you, they had the same mission, the same vision. Everything was fair. As far as God is concerned, he gave them everything equally. Nothing. He did not prefer this one to these other ones. And cool. But from the story, you could see why the five were foolish and the other five were wise. And this is also applies to you also as an individual. You may want to fall among the five foolish or you may want to fall among the five wise. And maybe as I'm going to be talking, the Holy Spirit will be saying to you, this is what you need to do. Now, this is the thing there. Is the fact that, number one, ability to see the end from the beginning was given to them. But the other ones refused to see the end from the beginning. The, the vision mapping has been brought to them. They understand the system. They know that this is where they are going. Ability for them to write the pattern to say, what are the things that I need for me to be able to get to the end and yet I will not fail. That grace, one of the group of those five refused to pull that very particular possibility. What is the thing that God has asked you to do this very particular season? You are looking at it and saying, no, there is a coronavirus. The pandemic is not making me to do that thing. Have you ever sat down to look at the end from the things you want to do and now come back and begin to to draw your way to the front. Have you done that? For instance, for me as a businessman, I've mapped out how I want the business to look like on the place of dexterity. When it comes to the issue of the ministry, I've mapped out how I want my ministry to look like. When it comes to my family, there's an idea of how I want my wife to look like, how I want my children to look like, how I also want to live, the kind of home in which I want to build. I have drawn the end and now I am working it. So because of that, my ability to communicate at a certain level the things are very high. Now, this is what's a prayer number one. Ability to see the end. The funny thing is the fact that as they see the end, the other group of people, the point number two, were not able to count the cost that is needed. And this is the thing also we do, and this is a fear by as, as an average black man. We like the fact that we want to stay in Stain City, but we don't understand that buying a plot of land in Stain City may also cost you close to almost a million rand to buy just a plot of land without even you building a house on top of that very particular thing. Have you counted the cost? The Bible says here, if you look at that very particular story in verse 2, it says five of them were foolish, I mean, five of them were foolish and ill prepared. They were not prepared. Despite the fact that they know where they are going, preparation from their side was not in view. Five of them were ill prepared. Now, these other five of them the bible says that they took extra oil you know where you are going how come you are not taking putting all the system that is needed and this is where the thing comes for us as an individual ability for us to push ourselves to the extra mile we need to be able to communicate that very particular intelligence see not everything that you are going to do i remember one of the things which i said i said Salvation may be free to every one of us, but trust me, it costs God his only begotten son. Salvation may be free, but it costs you time for you to study to show that self-approved. Salvation may be free to you, but at the same time also, you need to work out your salvation. It is your responsibility for you to be able to pull that. What does it do? It costs them. 
The other five understand that where I am going, I need to be able to carry my money, invest in buying oil, buy extra stuff, buy that very particular thing, ability to invest in this so that I have money that is available for me to run this race to the destination that we all we are going. Now, this is a funny thing that I like about it. The five of them group themselves as the being wise. The other five of them group themselves as being foolish. Now, my question I want to ask you, which of your five friends that you have around you currently that is either making you wise or making you foolish? If you have to drop those five, look at those five friends and begin to drop some of them. You have to do that because why? Your destiny is important to God the same way it's important to you. Is it, your destiny is important to this earth. If you think that you are not important, please check yourself and hit yourself and to know that as long as you are alive and you can still feel pain in your hand, you are very much important. Now, this is the thing here. What separate them again? The capacity and the emotional intelligence. Now, this is the thing here. The mental capacity for them to be able to think, especially the five ones, for them to be able to think to the end and say, this is what is going to take us. We may get to some certain place and do a drive through and stop and just sleep and be able to continue our journey. Have you been able to have the emotional intelligence? And see, this is the thing with emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence will make you know that there are some certain people that you don't need in your life. And no matter how they are close with you, you will be so strong like Jesus where you will tell them I'm busy with my father's business. This is you looking at your mom and your dad and you tell them point blank, you see, yeah, this is my mission. This is the mantle. This is my oil. This is my lamp. I'm busy. You have to be able to communicate that intelligence and tell them I'm busy. Get close. They, they may look at you and say, okay, but show me. You see, we've been friends for almost 20 years. See, we've been friends for almost 20 years. Has, have we been able to build a, 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 a lifestyle of 20 years where we can say, this is what we've achieved for 20 years? No, let's be honest. Let's, let's look at it. This very particular 10 virgins, that's how the scripture starts. 10 virgins. But we can see as the story begins to come, five group themselves, the other one group themselves, which means the ability for those people to look and say, no, you have the destination which I'm going to. You have something that I need. I have something that you need. We can both together get to that very particular place. So because of that, let's roll. And they were able to roll and put such possibility on the table. 10 started, but we can see as the story begins to come down, it's separate along the line. What else again did I put here? Ability for you. What separate the five from the other five? Willingness to go the extra mile. This lady were willing to say, okay, our lamp already has an oil, but we are willing to go the extra mile to be able to invest and get extra oil. Oh, I will get to the point where it annoyed me with the other five people. No, you see, you just need to wait. There is a part which happened. My pain with the other five, I target like that. It pained me because why? I personally, I have seen that kind of people and currently now within your friends, their pain, by the time I put the pain with the other five, you will notice that some of those kind of people, they are also available in your space. Now, what am I saying? Let me go back so I don't jump to my pain with the other five. Now, you get to see that the willingness to go extra mile. These people, they understand that the journey, for example, to drive from here to Durban may take me full tank or two full tank, but also by the time I get to some certain place, my tank cannot be able to carry full tank from here to Durban. I need to buy on the way to to buy extra oil to be able to take me to the destination they were willing to carry an extra what you call extra resources to have in their hand they did that and can i shock you this is what this is the part one of the things that paid me with the other five virgins do you know that they understand the extra they need to put but they refuse to put the extra they understand i will show you from the scripture that the other five foolish ones 
I feel like Nigeria call it the other five idiots, the mumu, the other five foolish ones and stuff. They understand what is needed, but refuses to put that very particular thing on the table. Maybe the reason why some things are not working in your life is because the principle and the precept in which you need to put on the table, you refuse to do that simply because you are thinking that Christianity is free, and so because of that, everything must be mahala. See, there is no, there is nothing free in Freetown, as much as you want to say it. No matter what you, how you want to say it, eating is free for you because somebody paid for it. By the time you begin to pay for that very particular thing, you will know how to value it. I will show you as we begin to go on the story how the other five, it annoyed me because they understand the journey but yet refuse to be able to go the extra mile, to be able to get in and also see the, bride, the, the, the bridegroom. Now, this is on that point. They invested in their oil to keep their lamp on. What investment are you doing to keep your lamp on? Your lamp may be that very particular vision, that business idea. What investment are you doing? See, trust me, I hear a lot of, uh, for example, there's this very particular show. It's called Dragon's Den. I like that very particular Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den will ask you, those leaders will ask you, will ask you, or those investors will ask you, you want me to give you 5,000 rand for your business or 5 million, depending on whatever, for a 20% equity share or whatever and all those things. Do you know the question they keep asking you? What is it? What is your own investment in the thing? Yes, you want to get that very particular marriage. You want to be married. You want to have a very rested home. You want to have a you want to have you want to look good. But have you ever sat down to look what does it cost me to have a good home? Uh, do I need to throw away my pride? Do I need to submit? Do I need for me to put myself under mentorship? Do I need to get a coach? Do I need ability for you to be willing to invest to keep your lamp on? That responsibility is on you. And this is the thing here. By the time the Holy Spirit asked me to say this, and I'm like, but God, you see, this thing is going to look hard because until we're the church, and it's a privilege, and I'm also sitting as one of the five-fold ministry, until we begin to communicate to make you understand that salvation is free, yes, but it has to cost you. You cannot just sit there and just expect that everything is going to fall on your lap. It is impossible. It is not good. See, anybody who tells you that salvation means everything is going to fall on the lap without your own part to play in it, that person is lying to you. Maybe that's the reason why you are still broke, you are still poor, and that's the reason why you are still complaining that the church is failing you. I tell people, I say, if I see people who complain that the church is failing them, I ask them, what have you done in the place of the church or in that business for you to complain that they are failing you? No. There's no way you will invest rice and go and, I mean, you will invest rice and go and pack beans. It's not possible. You can't plant a maize and, have, and harvest cassava. How? You only reap what you sow. Like I like saying, you, 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 you wear what you sow. The material you give to the tailor to sow for you, that's what you're going to wear. If you know that it takes five-yard material for you to sew your cloth well, and you go and give them three-yard, if the material comes out very slow, don't complain. You are the one who gave them three-yard. Don't complain. They were willing, every one of them was willing to invest, those five, they were willing to invest in oil so that their lamp can be on. Ability for you, which one of the things in which I put here, when it comes to the concept of this very particular oil, what is this oil we are talking about? This oil apparently can be the mantle, can be your grace. The ability for you to know that this is my grace and I'm going to invest in this thing. When it comes to your lamp, your capacity, your potential, the lamp, do you know that the lamp, all the lamp does is just to make sure the light is on, but it needs your oil. It needs the oil to be in the lamp for that light to be, to be on. The capacity for you, your which ladder are you standing on? You need to figure out that very particular thing. Now, this is the thing in which I say here, because I know my time is running, but I'll try as much as possible to finish this thing. I said you have to be willing to say no to people who, who are calling to meet you for help. You, do you notice something with this very particular this thing here? The Bible says that when the, when the, when the bridegroom comes and says, get up and stuff, these five idiots decided to come and meet these people. 
when I was reading this part, I said, Holy Spirit, I said, but where does it come? How do we now draw the line where we need to help some certain people? Because we know that they don't have the capacity. We know that they don't have this very particular thing. So how do we, he said, for the fact that you know they don't have the capacity, it's a different ballgame. But you need to understand that these very particular five ladies, these five foolish ones, they have the capacity but refuse to invest in the capacity. There are some certain people where you know that you have pushed them, pushed them, pushed them, but yet they are not making any progress. See, it is not wrong for you to say, I give up. See, that, there, is a, there is a prestige way to give up. You give up on some certain things. If it's not working and so what, let it go. The event failed, not you. Or probably, for example, I, I know this may sound as if, as if okay, Darlington, you are, you, are, you, are, you are talking about the whole issue of allowing people to go into divorce and marriage and all those things. See, the moment the guy is beating you, he beats you in the morning, beats you in the afternoon, beats you in the evening, and you say you are praying and binding the devil for all those very particular things. By the time you die, he's going to marry somebody else and life will move on. You've done all your possible best. If there is one thing I'm going to say, I'm going to say it again without apology to anybody. I do not buy abuse in any relationship. Never. Any man who raises his hand to hit a woman, that man is a weakling. He should, in fact, air should be sniffed from his nose because I don't understand what you are doing. You are causing us problems because why? The moment you do that damage to her, for us to come and do damage control is costing more. No. These very particular friends understand the possibility of what they can pull off, but they refuse. You have tried everything for you to help that person. You give them one million and go and do business. Or maybe for you, you've, give them, you've even recommended them, take them to the job to go and work. All of a sudden, they come back home to come and meet you and tell you that, no, I don't like the job or the job is not working for me. Hey, my, my. You see, leave them. By the time poverty affects them, you know, there is a particular saying I like saying, you say love is blind, love is blind. By the time the blindness of the love begins to affect you, you will see clearly. And that is life. You will definitely see clearly. Love is blind. Yeah, don't worry. Let the blindness affect you. You will see clearly. You are busy giving the person money, and that's the reason why they don't know how to fish. Allow them to see hunger. The intelligence they will be able to configure, to be able to make one round. You'll be shocked. <laughs> so it's there. So you can do it. Sometimes you need to get to the point you allow people to go. You've helped them toss and they are refusing to change. Coronavirus, everybody is saving. Everybody. We are trying to save ourselves. Your oil is meant for you. See, there's some certain oil you can't give out. You have worked for that oil. The anointing, the grace, the capacity. It's like somebody coming to say, okay, fine. Darlington, on your dexterity radio, I need you to give me 50% equity of your business without no money. Into I will tell you no. I don't care whether you said I'm a pastor. Are you mad? It's not possible. See, ability for you to let them go. Chances are very high. I don't know which friends you have around your space and you know that you've done everything possible for them to be able to awaken to the righteousness of what Christ has given them and yet they are not awakening to it. It is time to say no to them. Like this very particular case. Now let me just quickly jump to the place whereby the thing gets very interesting for you to see why this thing pained me with these other five girls. Ha. No, I will read it from the scripture so that you understand. The Bible says here in verse 5, I mean in verse 7 of that Matthew chapter 27, I mean, Matthew chapter 25, yeah. He says, so all the girls got up and trimmed their, lamp, their lamps on. Now, this is where the ability for you to put the price, the ability for you on my first point, those first pointers I mentioned. Now, this is where the difference comes in. Verse 8 says, but the foolish ones were running out of oil. So they said to the other five ones, share your oil with us because our lamps are going out. Now, this is what you read in thing interesting. Verse 9, he says, we can't, they reply. We don't have enough for all of us. You have to go and buy some for yourself while the five girls were out buying see this is where it pains me why the five girls were out buying my question i asked i'm like so these girls they actually have money in their pocket now this is the funny thing because why they have their own money in their pocket but yet they are willing to come and meet you to suck you dry 
Do you notice this very particular thing? Which means these five wise ones, they understand that every one of us have different opportunities and different qualities. No wonder they said no. When I saw that part in the scripture, when the Holy Spirit put my eye to see that part in the scripture, it blesses my heart. They know that, okay, the five other ones know that these ones, Nigeria will call them, they are sucking blood. That they come around your space to suck your blood dry. Do you notice the scripture here? The Bible says, why the other ones, I mean, why these five foolish ones go out to buy? My question that I asked, where did they get the money from? So, which means they have been saving their own money. See, <laughs> saying this, it made me remember when, when the president announced, remember the first period when the president announced the whole issue of alcohol, that alcohol should be free and stuff. Maybe because we as a church, we were able to, by grace of God, we were able to meet some certain people who called us for some certain help and assistance. And even from my, my hand and my wife's hand, we were able to help people. Now, do you know what pained me? The moment, these are people who will call you to say, we don't have food at home. We need food parcel. We need this. We need that. Do you know what shocked me about that very particular time when the president announced that alcohol is open? The same people who were busy saying they don't have money, I was shocked how they have money to buy six pack of, what's the name of that thing? Hansa. They have money to buy alcohol. And you are thinking, what the hell? Mispriority. Misplacement of agenda. They were calling you to ask you for food. But when it gets to alcohol, they have money to buy alcohol. The same thing also happened here. When the girls tell these five foolish ones, no. My question that I asked, number one, which I put here now, I say is, um, they have money to buy, but refuse to use it on themselves for what is important. They refuse to use it on themselves. It is your oil, your lamp, but yet you don't want to invest in it. These girls refuse to use that very particular thing. They have the money in their hand. It pains me. No, when I saw that part, it annoyed me. They have the money in their hand. The money, it's not that they had to go. Do you notice the scripture? The girls did not beg the other five girls to say, please give me money. No, the money is in their hand. The talent is in your hand. The ability to do it is in your hand. Ability to wake up and sit or probably wake up early is in your hand. But yet you refuse to invest in it. Those kind of friends, let them go. It's okay. You don't need them around your space. You do not need them. Especially this period. This is a period for me, I call it a reshuffling. It's called cabinet reshuffling. I feel like titling the message, cabinet reshuffling. Reshuffle your friends. It's okay. Your destiny is very important than any other thing. And so anybody, if you don't have five wives one among your space and you know there is three foolish ones, chase the three foolish ones away because why? You have tried your best and nothing is happening. So what? The Bible here says, it says, while the five girls were out to buy the oil, the bridegroom appeared. Those who were ready waiting for him. Now this is where the thing, the thing get, get, the get interesting for me. Later, the five girls come running, which means they know where to buy the oil. Which means when they were coming from the place to get to the destination, they pass all the garages, but chooses to say, no, as I'm with these people. Now my point number two here is they know where to buy, but refuse to buy. They refuse to go out. One, they had money. Two, they know where to buy, but refuse to go and buy. There are people in your life currently now whereby they know what to do but refuse to do it because why? You have so much handed them a helping hand to the point that they refuse to help themselves. Maybe it is high time for you to tell them go because trust me, as you are trying to pull them, they see all the things that they need to do but refuse to do it. That's why for me when I meet people, the first thing I ask them is one, what can I do for you? Because I know that if I can give you my gift and my, my, my gift, my talent, the, what God has blessed me with, for me to be able to pull value from your side to me, it will be very easy. We live in a generation whereby it's, what can I get from you first? No, calm down. If all you want to do is to keep getting from me, one day you will call me, my phone will be on switched off. Not even switched off, block. Because you just hear the number you're calling is not available on the MTN network. Please check the number and dial again. You will hear that very particular voice. You need to know. Now, this is my point number one. 
This is where pain number one, they have money, but refuse to use it for themselves. Point number two, they know where to buy it, but refuse to go to go buy it that side. Now, this is what made me, this is my point number three. <laughs> no, that one, this one, it will annoy you. They have the speed and capabilities, but refuse to use it when it is right. Do you notice something? If you read your Bible very well, if your Bible is as holy as mine, do you notice something? The Bible says here in verse 11, it says, later, the five foolish girls come running up to the door and plead the Lord, Lord, let us in. For the fact that they can be able to pull such run, why did they sleep instead of them running for their businesses? When these other ones were sleeping, they have no clue that these other ones, they've planned their destination. Just because you see us ride easily, you think that we're not invested at the back. We've invested. I remember somebody was asking me the other day. He's like, no, but Alinton, you guys, you, the way you run platform church and stuff, it looks as if it's, it's just easy. You make ministry look sweet. I said, yes, because we've been able to factor in what it will cost me, what it will cost my family, what it will cost my wife, and what it will cost people who will partner with the work. Now, this is a thing here. The capacity and the speed for them to be able to work equitable to these other five was they have it. But yeah, because this is what this is what funny me when I saw that thing. It, I feel like slapping those five girls. This is what, what, what made me laugh. Do you know that between the five, these five wise ones, before the door will close, which means after the door closed, the door hasn't, okay, well, let, me, let me rephrase this. After the door closed, which means the possibility that they can still see the Lord. Now, this is the thing that shocked me. The grace for them to, when they say get up, which means the person who is opening the door was standing. One. Now, this is where, look, follow my thought pattern. When they say stand up, get up, the bridegroom is here, come into the wedding and stuff. When they say that very particular thing, that's when they say give us oil. Which means, let's say they use another 5-10 minutes to beg for oil, the oil refused. Now they say, okay, no, you go and buy your oil. Let me say the place they need to go and buy oil is about one kilometer. Let me not make it too far. The energy for them to run from that place to one kilometer and back, and yet they can still meet the man, locked the door and was going. For me, I was shocked. So you have such speed and such capacity, and yet you did not use it? No wonder, maybe your kind is the one that is making people to look at us as the body of Christ to think that we are lazy. See, the Christianity is not an excuse for laziness. The fact that you are a believer or you give your life to Christ does not, does not devoid you of the responsibility for you to wake up, to study, to show yourself approved. You keep depending on your pastor. No wonder we can see the messes and the, the mayhem and the charlatan that are currently because why? They know that you are lazy for you to be able to do your own thing. Can I shock you? You carry the capacity. One of the things I keep saying to a platform family, I said, the capacity for us to move from this level to the next level we want to go, that capacity is here on earth. It is not in heaven. It is here. You know, these three things pain me with these people. My question as I bring this to a close, my final thought here, learn to stay awake. Learn to stay awake. You need that very particular intelligence to stay awake. Learn to stay awake. Point number two, be alert. See, just because everybody is sleeping should not mean that you should sleep. And when I mean sleep, lose one eye to sleep and the other one open. That's why I like those 300 men that Gideon used by God's intelligence to go and fight the battle. As they were drinking the water, they were looking up. That's why Gideon had to pick them by God's intelligence. Because why? If you put your head on that place and drink, if they throw a bomb, you will all be dead. So sometimes you need people whereby you all will be drinking water, standing and looking. At, as you are drinking the water, you are looking. You are, drink, you are not bowing down to the system that can kill you. Be alert. Point number three, no, not everyone needs to be in your corner. Not everyone in your corner is actually in your corner. Not everyone. Like those five foolish ones, among us, there were ten friends. The other five idiots, like I call them, they were there to suck the other five dry. You need to check which five is in your place that is sucking you dry. 
you need to look at them. Especially if you know that you have a destination in which you are going, look at the ones who are there in your corner. Are they there for you or they are there for what they can get? And I'm not saying don't give. No, give. Invest in people. With, invest knowing too well that your investment in their life can actually make good things for them. But not the one whereby you've invested and you've done everything. I'm talking about the ones whereby you've done your best, ne? but it looks as if... Do you notice something? The people you help the most are the ones to complain to you that you're not helping them. Like you see, eh, but, you, but the other day you gave me five rand and the other person goes, and you are wondering, but I gave you and yet you are still complaining. Ah! Like Yoruba will say, Eberu alone, fear God. Ah, ah, fear God now, really. Not everyone in your corner is there for you. When people, down at that point in which I, I want to say, when people want to go, please let them go. If they tell you that they are tired and want to go, let them go. Now this is another point again that is very important on that one, the B of that part. There are some certain people that they will never go. You have to let them, you have to tell them, go. Like South Africa will say, I don't know if I'm correct, hamba, hamba. Like, go. It's okay. Uh, we've come to the end of the road. It is high time for you to do peace. Like, hey, peace, ne? <laughs> Let's go. You have to let them go. As much as one, if they want to go, sharp. Secondly, also, if they don't want to go and you know this one is sucking your blood, all of a sudden you're looking like spirit and skeleton. You're even having headache in your family, not because your family is the one giving you the headache. It's outsiders that is giving you the headache. Ah, no, calm down now. Eh, 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 eh. Let them go. Another point in which I stay here. Stay with those who are willing to sacrifice with you as you also do for them. The five wise ones, they were willing to say, let's invest. They invest in themselves. We always have those very particular ones. Even with me as ministry currently, I have those ones who I know. And trust me, as, as, as I grow, I make sure that I grow with them. Because these are ones that they've seen and they've seen the grace of God upon my life. And they say, Darlington, you've done, when, you've done for us while you were ABC. Now it is our turn for us to invest to you. And as much as they invest in me, trust me, I also find a way of also investing in them. Find those ones that you know that you guys are willing to sacrifice. You guys are willing to push. You guys are willing to go, to, to, to go hungry. And if you guys need to go to bed sleeping without food in your stomach, find those ones and engage with them. See, let me say this. You are much important. Your oil and your lamp, it's your responsibility. That oil and that lamp that God has given you, and nobody on planet Earth that God created that does not have an oil and a lamp. We all do have something that God has given us. And the reason why you think that your own is small is because that's, the reason why you think your own is small is because you are still busy looking at the other person on. The person just know how to make their own look big. That's why you think that your own is small. I'll say it again. The reason why you think your own is small is because you are looking at the person who is using theirs. And the person using theirs make their own look so big. That's why you think that your own is small. What you have in your hand is enough. The oil and the lamp that God has given you, you need to find a way of ready to be willing to sacrifice. And also be watchful for those. Be alert. Let your alert be so high for those who want to come and suck you dry. I will want to pause it because I know my time is far spent. And I want to pause here and say to you, that this very particular week, I feel like praying for someone today. You, you, I'm hearing in my spirit, as you are listening to me, you are caught in a corner where you need to take a decision on letting this friend of yours go. And this friend, you guys have been friends for almost more than five years plus. In fact, I can hear in my spirit, you guys have been friends for 20 years. 20 good years. But it is tiring. You've done everything. And I'm not talking about the whole concept of marriage now. I'm just talking about friend that you've tried everything, but yet nothing is working. I'm going to pray for the grace for you to know how to use wisdom to let that friend go. 
because why it is killing you as a matter of fact currently now you are you are having a trauma simply because you see this show me that we like to say no show me show me and yet this show me is showing you pepper you need to allow this show me to go because this show me is showing you flames and yet you are still calling them show me until they show you and they fry you out of life then that's when you know that it's show me and can i shock you when they fry you out of life they have another friends they can go to our pack here I pray that for you, this lady who is currently listening to me, and you don't know how to separate this, I pray that the wisdom, the wisdom for you to say no. See, it is not a crime to say no. I promise it's not a crime. In fact, it's a pride and a dignity and a, and, and, and a grace for you to be, to be able to know how to say no. It's good. No is a sweet thing. I tell people, I say, when people tell you no, it is not because they are telling you no. It is because the package which you are putting in front of them does not meet their need. And so because of that, they will tell you no. Go back and improve on the package. They will tell you yes. So no, no is an ability to improve. That's how I define no. No is defined as an ability to improve on the package. You need to let, let people to say no. If these very particular ladies did not tell this five foolish one no, possibility that they will not be able to run back and go and buy the oil. And we can see the result of too late. Because sometimes you can have all the resources that you want to do. I feel like saying this one. You can have all the resources, but when you don't put the resources at the appropriate time, the time that is needed, it, it, it's like how you, you have some certain people working for you. They tell you, no, you see this concept. I don't want to share this concept now because if I share the concept, see, calm down. Me, people come around my space. I, I give them ideas and concepts because why? I know from the source which I'm pulling from. The source does not run, run dry. There's, I look forward for people who I can engage with daily. Let's run this together. Let us, let us. I'm a let us guy. Because why? I'm not afraid. See, if you can do it, so what? Do it. It's okay. That's, that's the system. But because you want to hold it, you don't want to give out that information, all of a sudden, the time you now want to implement that very particular idea, it is too late. Oh, I know a friend of mine who wanted to do a particular, what's it called, app stuff he wants to do. And all of a sudden, I remember telling the guy six years ago, guy, do it, do it, do it, do it. This year, he came to me and said, no, he just wants to do it, this and this. By the time he was telling me, I'm like, what? You six years ago, you've not done it? He said, yes. Uh, I showed him four of that very particular app currently, and the minimum download on those apps was 500 plus downloads. He was shocked. I said, that's the thing. When you think that the idea belongs, you see, nobody is a monopoly of idea. It is who comes out first and says, this is my domain that owns that very particular thing. Nobody is a monopoly of an idea. Just because you have the idea does not mean that somebody else somewhere does not have the idea we all have grace to connect to the frequency up there the frequency of idea it is available for everybody it's like uber coming up to say no they are the one who have the idea for uber taxify came up we even have almost close to 14 different transportation system anybody who gets their face on that very particular space what is my counsel for you today please don't be like the five foolish virgins who has all the capacity with them but yet chooses to be very wicked to suck people's blood and not to implement their own grace. I'm going to pray for you today. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I pray for the sister, oh Lord, Lord, who is currently streaming and is saying, I want to be able to know how to pull myself out and to be able to focus on myself and to be able to build my life. Lord, I ask that the wisdom of God, the wisdom of you, rest upon her life in the name of Jesus. I pray that the eyes of her understanding be enlightened to see and to know what to do right now in the name of Jesus. I release the grace of God right now over your life. You begin to have an idea of what to do in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, King of glory, I pray for everyone who are currently streaming, both on the radio side and also currently now on Facebook and YouTube. I decree, King of glory, that everything they need 
for their life to be better. Every grace, every oil, every lamp, capacity, mantra, Father, whatever that they need, that they demand from you right now, I join my faith with their faith. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Father, right now, O Lord, as they sit and they meditate on this thought, let their eyes be open. Let them see that indeed, everything that they will ever need, it has been given to them. And for those, O Lord, Father, O Lord, who are listening and saying, Ish, Father, help them, O Lord, to come out of their ish and to be able to take action. Father, send people, O Lord, that will pull them out of that very particular zone of complacency for them to be able to stand and to say, my life is in my hand. I determine what happens to me. Father, let that grace, O Lord, be released upon them right now. To you I give all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Family, this is how I come to the end of this very particular thing. I just wanted you to understand that God wants you rested. The rest in which you need has been given to you. You just need to be awakened to that very particular rest and run it the way you need to run it. We all have been given equal talent. Equal. We all have been given. And can I show you our talent that has been given to us? It's based on the capacity. It's based on our capacity. It has nothing to do with God. It's based on you. Can you push your lamp to take more oil? That choice is yours. Thank you so much. I'll see you again on Wednesday. Always know that God wants you rested and the rested life is a reality for you and for me. God bless you and bye for now. That's all we have for today, but be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.